Well, hello, 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 and happy Tuesday. Welcome back or welcome to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into those tourist traps. We're your hosts, Stephanie Gerard and Katie Hilton, and each week we're bringing you to a new destination and interviewing a local to tell you where to stay, eat, drink, and play when you're in town. Not only are we saving you from looking like a tourist, but we're saving you your valuable time. Just pop on this podcast two weeks before your trip and find out everywhere you need to stay, dine, drink, and play before coming into town. Without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. If you listened to our very first episode with Sarah Tahami, you already know why we think that you should add Savannah, Georgia to your vision boards when we're finally able to safely travel again. But today we are here with Nikki Grant from Simply Nikki B Blog. If you haven't checked her out yet, you need to go ahead and hit that follow button for some incredible home decor inspo, Amazon wish lists, which can be incredibly dangerous, fitness, food, traveling, and most importantly, to learn why she loves living in Savannah, Georgia. She calls herself a Marie Kondo wannabe, but after getting to know Nikki, stalking her Instagram, and seeing her beautifully handwritten notes that she took for our interview, we know she's the real deal. So she's a professional organizer, public relations guru, dog mom, fitness fiend, lover of all things travel, and the go-to Savannah tour guide. Oh, and she's getting married on New Year's Eve this year. Congrats, Nikki. The venue is so dreamy, and what she doesn't know is we'll actually be crashing. She brings the energy and some fantastic recommendations that we're dying to go back to Savannah and try. So without further ado, please welcome Nikki Grant to Like a Local. All right, you guys, we are here with Nikki Grant, also known as at Simply Nikki Blog on Instagram. Nikki, thank you so much for coming in today. To simply put it, Katie and I cannot wait to hear (laughs) where you tell us to stay, eat, drink, and play. But before we get the local lowdown on Savannah... Give us the lowdown on yourself. Yeah, so my name's Nikki, Mm -hmm. and I was born and raised in the same house outside of Atlanta, so I'm not local to Savannah at all, really, just more recent local, but grew up there, super suburban life. Mm -hmm. Ended up going to Georgia Southern for college, which is about 45 minutes outside of Savannah, and sophomore year, met my now fiance, and that was like, you know. Congrats seven years ago now or so and yeah so then after that he decided to continue his education at George Southern get a master's I did not plan on continuing my (laughs) education at all so I left there with a PR degree and he uh, knew he was going to get his master's so we picked a place where I could start working in Savannah and he would still be able to commute back to Statesboro so we decided to live in this little town called Bloomingdale which is about 20 minutes from downtown Savannah and like 40 minutes from Statesboro. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how we ended up in the area. And then from there, I actually ended up working in Statesboro, which was a huge error. (laughs) So then we moved to the wrong place. But I knew long term I still was going to want to be like towards that area. And we wanted to live where we could play, essentially. Mm -hmm. So we were like, well, no matter what, we'll live in this area so that we can always have Savannah as our like home base. Yes. And then I only lasted three months at that job, so it was okay anyway. (laughs) It took him two years to get his master's. I quit that job. It was like a very corporate style, nine to five traditional, and I lasted literally 90 days. And I was like, (laughs) I have to go. It's not y'all. It was like a social media and marketing managing position. It was Mm -hmm. right what I thought I wanted. And it was for a really cute boutique, literally no hard feelings. I still shop there. It was awesome. But... I was just alone a lot and in my office by myself a lot, and that just wasn't me. Yeah. 
So I was like, never mind, I'm going to switch it all up, and I'm going to go become a nanny. I reached out to this weird connection who then was like, here, I have this other connection. I have no idea if they need a nanny. Let's just see. They lived on an amazing house on Oglethorpe in the heart of the city, oh right by Collins Quarter. I mean, do they, prime do they location. Need <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said they moved. <laughs> yeah, their house is actually still for sale. Oh. They ended up moving, and or so I ended up nannying for them, and it was crazy because we both were like, all right, maybe like short-term situation. She had one, like, one-year-old at the time and was pregnant. And that four years went by, <laughs> and I traveled all over with them. <gasps> they were both so doctors, cool. and they really prioritized travel and like not material things and experiences with their kids and by the end there was three kids and I was you know really there for like each one oh yeah and so then when they decided to move like they told me last December and then moved like early May of this year mm-hmm. I had got into the organizing thing and then I also like have some other side situations and that's kind of where it happened and I just they moved and tried to get me to go to Greenville with them a lot they tried hard really but I was like I'll come to visit I'm just gonna be like the cool aunt now instead of the nanny yeah and yeah so that's pretty much me wow that's funny we were just talking about how like nannies they kind of haven't made like it's so fun especially if you like being with children I loved it and I would not know I truly always say I'm like like God gave me that job because I learned everything I could ever learn about the city and I walked it day in and day out literally pushing a stroller learning all the streets learning all the things and there's no city in the world that I feel more comfortable in now yeah than Savannah it's perfect that you're on the podcast yeah perfect local (laughs) and you're primed for when you have your own kids exactly (laughs) all right well I think we can like just hop into the first segment yeah so I think the when people are looking to travel the place they are going to say where am i sleeping um so like would you say that there's a particular neighborhood in savannah or um that you would that you would recommend and was there a hotel would you prefer airbnb tell us where to stay so savannah is so unique in the way that you could be coming like you need to stay based off what you're coming for i would say Mm -hmm. so if you're coming for the beach then you should definitely probably stay out on Tybee or even stay out on Hilton Head if you're looking for more of a like resort vibe stay on Hilton Head and make like day trips into the city but then also stay on Tybee if you're really wanting to come there and go for the beach vibe if you're coming for the historic Savannah-esque vibe then stay in the historic district okay and I would mostly recommend that people stay in the historic district no matter what. So like the inner truly like Savannah proper. And other than that, I would say like where you guys are right here in like what they consider the Starlin district. Like this is also really an up and coming area and it's getting cooler by the day. I'm getting married New Year's Eve this year in the Starlin district. Oh, really? Yeah. Congrats. So the venue is not well, yeah, very where's far the venue? from here. Okay. You have to sh- Yeah. To later. It's off of Whitaker and this area in the last like five years has really started to come up so it's kind of getting that like like SCAD is the SCAD students are really influencing this area like a lot like where you guys are staying right here like you can tell some of this development has been like a lot of it's already been Mm -hmm. redone like the houses historic homes have been flipped and then Mm -hmm. there's occasionally one that hasn't and that's kind of what you get in this district right now just because not everything has been completely flipped yet right 
And then like right real close to here, I don't know if you guys venture to Starland Yard, but that's a new container bar and food truck park. Yes, we heard oh, about yes, that. Sarah mentioned yeah. That. And so that kind of like even more just pushed this area. And mm-hmm. it's like it's called Starland Yard. So I mean it's really capitalizing on the Starland district right. vibe. And then like Foxy Loxy and the library and all that is all a part of that. And so mm-hmm. this area and the historic district they're blended together nicely, but most people still consider them kind of like their own areas. Yeah, and it's not a bad Uber drive. Like, yeah. It's what, five it, minutes? Yeah, oh, it was yeah. super yeah, quick. Yeah, super, super quick. short. We told yeah. people for the wedding, like, you probably won't be able to walk if you're staying in his, the historic district. And if the pedicabs came out here, you probably could pedicab, but they really don't venture out this far. Oh, yeah. the pedicab is like yeah. the better. Oh. But even, like, even where we are right now, um, there's like, like, Foxy Loxy, there's a bodega, there's a cute, another cute restaurant, oh, yeah. there's a taco place. That's yeah. all in walking distance and from where we are right now. It's not the historic Savannah, but oh, yeah, it no. is There's convenient. all kinds of stuff over here. Yeah. Big yeah. Bond Bagels, they're the best over there on the corner. <laughs> um, we had them yesterday. They were so good. So good. So question, like your friends that live in Savannah, do they live mostly downtown or in? I have a mix. So we... Mm-hmm knew we were kind of going for the suburb life Mm -hmm. being post college and then post rental so we live outside of the city about 15 minutes in pooler which is there's a couple suburbs around the area if you don't live like on the islands so there's like whitmarsh isle of hope out towards the water so that's kind of prime real estate that's more of like established neighborhoods type of thing and you're looking for like a starter area Mm -hmm. there's pooler Georgetown, Richmond Hill are three that are pretty well known for being like a little bit out of the city. But if you're looking to buy a home that's you can afford mm-hmm. and still live like not technically in Savannah, but really in Savannah as mm-hmm. your home base area, that's like where most people go. So okay. I have friends that live in those areas and then just a couple people who are really living the like city life yes down here Mm -hmm. so but for travelers stay in the historic district or starland it's been super great so far so yeah all right now i'm like too excited let's move in to my most important segment where are we eating give us your top picks tell me everything so i wrote it down so i'm gonna be (laughs) referencing my notes because i had to think really hard because savannah has a lot to offer with food and i feel like probably everyone says that in every city Mm -hmm. because if you like love where you live then you venture out a lot so you experience all the different things so i broke it into categories because i also feel like savannah again depending on what you're coming for or like what vibe you're looking for that you know will influence what you where you would want to eat so for like how organized you are i know i was gonna (laughs) say you can tell you're an organized (laughs) i just like need I needed to break it down, though, because I really didn't want to miss anything that I love. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you're coming and you love, like, modern, like, we, me and my fiance love, like, Asian fusion, modern, like, very much, you know, like, tacos or, like, Asian noodle bar type mm-hmm. of thing, like, that more, like, modern eating. Flock to the Walk and Flying Monk are two local staples did sarah mention those sarah mentioned sarah flock, flock to the walk yeah, yeah. Flock so flock. there <laughs> there's a couple restaurants around here that are owned by the same people and i'm gonna plug mm-hmm. a lot of those <laughs> um because i love them mm-hmm. and they uh they do restaurants right i mean we love everything that they open mm-hmm. diehard fans so both of those are actually by from the same like umbrella business i guess right 
They're both amazing. They're both like kind of Asian flair. Flock to the Walk is more like modern Chinese. And then Flying Monk is a true like noodle bar. Ooh, do you have like a favorite order at Flying Monk? I get the pho every time, just like they're classic. The okay, yes. I love how you pronounce that because like I feel like a lot of people say pho. It's pho. Yes. Okay. And my next one I would say for like the modern would be Hitch. And the reason that I say that is because... It's on a really nice corner mm-hmm. that gives off a very Savannah vibe, and they have peanut butter and jelly wings on the menu. Yes. yes. Okay, somebody recommended this. We were, like, getting hangry on Friday night, and we were, like, we We didn't stopped. have a plan, <laughs> yeah. and we were just kind of walking around, and we met this guy, and he said, Trailer Park or Hitch. They're two yes. different places, right? Yeah, so they're, the like, one and the same. They There's one location off of Bay, that's Trailer Park, and then Hitch is on the corner of Liberty and... Drayton I think mm-hmm. and yeah so we like their they have still like up like up to date like their menus unique and they have things like peanut butter and jelly wings which sound crazy but are actually great even for someone like me who really doesn't like peanut butter that much I yeah. still thought they were great and they have like some cool cocktails and like more in that category and then there's a savannah-esque category so okay, I did like a that. historic if you are yes. here for the spooky, the brick, love the, yes, like yes. the true Savannah vibe. I would say the pink house is Savannah staple. Okay. It is, some people may argue that it falls slightly into the touristy category, but not really because locals are diehard. Okay. The pink house. So it has, it's so well known that tourists do go there because they like know of it or they come mm-hmm. here for it. Mm-hmm. However, locals all go. Okay. And it's very much like you can get like fried chicken and it's fancy in there and it's in this big like Savannah historic mansion. Yeah. It's beautiful. We were trying to we're get trying. in, but it was yeah, too it long is hard. Wait. And yeah. what's your order? What would you get? What would you what's your favorite things there? Pretty much everyone that I know gets their like fried chicken plate Yum. situation. Like, real big and delicious. Great so you can sides. go wrong with like fried chicken in the no. low country right no. yeah so that's a savannah staple for sure and okay. then the next one i would say which is my personal favorite like historic restaurant is 1790 and it's like 17 and then 100 written out okay and then the number 90 okay thank you for so specifying that weird. Love that. when we first went i was like what a weird way <laughs> yeah. to like write it out but on most ghost tours in savannah you pass by there because they have like a weird like mannequin situation in the window above (laughs) like because there's a story behind it that someone died there or something and so they have like a something that sits up there and tries to freak you out or whatever when you ride by Mm -hmm. but it has kind of like the almost like underground brick savannah vibe and it's also like a little bit higher scale so you're getting a little bit more of like a fancy vibe Mm -hmm. we would go there on like special occasions especially for their like biscuits at the beginning oh my gosh um, yeah we love a good biscuit in the beginning yeah bread and biscuits in the beginning yes it's very sweet butter jam mm-hmm. i'm hungry i know do you have any brunch places yes oh okay you're like Continue i have on my journey <laughs> okay so for a unique category i put starland yard okay because if you're coming for again like maybe if you're in my age group, I feel like, and you come and you like the Instagram vibe and the like kind of unique things about a city, Starlin Yard Container Bar Park is super cool. They always have different food trucks. You can pretty much always find on their Instagram 
like who's going to be there that day. So they mm-hmm. may have like, you know, they'll have a pe- they have a pizza place that's permanent. Okay. And then they'll have like different t- vendors just yeah. like come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll have everything from dessert to dinner. Oh, it's cute. It's super super Instagrammable. Okay. Love My that. favorite local artist Julu even has like a big mural in there which you guys would I'm sure love. It's like super abstract and colorful and like just a great backdrop. But lots of local artists like they had brought them in to paint the insides of the containers mm-hmm. so they're like the whole thing is painted in different murals and stuff so it's yeah. super awesome super kid friendly they have like it's all outdoor but it's caged in <laughs> and they have um like a big sandbox area and tvs everywhere oh cool super i'll have to cool. check it out yeah. and guys when the, like we say containers it's the shipping containers <laughs> yes from, like, like the, the giant pod thing huge last night we saw so many ships go by and Mm -hmm. like from a distance you're like oh they're not that big but then when like you literally see them up close it's like so big it made my like stomach turn it's so big i know it's crazy that small boats can also like be on that same strip yeah you can take your personal boat (laughs) yeah yeah you got run over if you don't pay attention and also it looks very dog friendly too yes there's always lots of dogs the whole city of savannah is very dog friendly we have noticed that and i'm loving it she loves animals and she's been like squirrel but like dog yeah every, t- every dog we see yes so many dogs especially around forsyth park like there's there's just dog mecca over there <laughs> so bring your dog to savannah <laughs> yes for sure mm-hmm. let's see for brunch okay so my brunch um, spots this is also really hard because we have really great ones so mm-hmm. little duck diner is where i usually recommend because it's so instagrammable Mm-hmm. It's so adorable. The food's great. If you're into like the avocado toast vibe, this may be the one for you. You also will get like a little rubber ducky in your Bellini or whatever you drink. So cute. It's, and so cute. it's from the same people that do Flock to the Walk oh. and Flying Monk. And like I said, they're really good at restaurants. Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful in there. I always argue that they have like the most beautiful restaurant bathroom of my life. Ooh, like, it is, a good mirror moment. It is like white marble tile and gold and it's all very white and gold in there it's so pretty the lights it used to be a mose a long time ago like (laughs) if you went in there you would be shook because it is it's so adorable inside of there that you would never believe that it was a mose yeah it looked so cute we tried to go there yesterday but i think it's definitely a place where you need a reservation yeah am i yeah (laughs) i think usually if i would go it's a weekday so yeah i probably don't okay i don't i miss some of that weekend crowd right okay i think we went at like a two on two or two thirty and yesterday was a saturday and um it was like a 45 minute wait yeah we're like well it sounds really good but we're also very hungry right now yeah Yeah. the good thing about savannah is i would say always plan that you're gonna like go put your name in and then go grab a drink somewhere else and since it's open container just like you know wander around that area for a little bit we kept forgetting about that i know we kept forgetting like yesterday we were like oh we can like take this to go mm-hmm. yeah like, that's it's not so in glass cool. and you can't like carry around a cooler mm-hmm. people around st patrick's day people are like you know yeah yeah can i just bring my entire container of beer everywhere i go like no there's an ounce limit i think for how much you can like carry oh okay yeah Good and then know. it just has to be in plastic it can be anything that's so fun I know. okay is, do you have anything else on your list yeah so i yes. put fox and fig because oh. if you're vegan or plant-based I love it so does my fiance and we are not vegan or plant-based but it's awesome it's in, also a partner with um Foxy Loxy oh, okay. and Henny Penny which I'll talk about later but um, 
they also do really great at what they do. And Fox and Fig is so cool. It's so unique. It's in a great little corner location. Everything on the menu is awesome. They have lots of like, you wouldn't believe that it, you know, doesn't have meat or doesn't have dairy or whatever. And if you want like a matcha, iced matcha or a latte or something, it's a great place to go. So I would plug that for if anyone's plant-based or vegan looking for something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, And then Collins quarters that for Scythe, which I'm sure. Yes, she did. Yeah. Um, Yep. Sarah Sarah, recommended it. Yes, Mm -hmm. because, and I've done like a TikTok before that was like, if you're going to spend a morning in Savannah, here's what you do Saturday morning. You get up and you go to Forsyth Park and you wander around and then you go to the farmer's market, which is on Saturdays in the morning. And it's it's a nice long one so you can like meander your way through. And then just recently, Collins Quarters at Forsyth got built this location, well, renovated this location at the park. And it's amazing. It is gorgeous. I mean, it's so pretty in the inside. It's very like like that modern aesthetic that everyone's going for right now mm-hmm. with the nice pink colors and the yes. plants and stuff mm-hmm. and the whites. So, so yeah. up Katie's alley. It's so pretty in there. It has a whole plant wall and their menu's great. Their food at the other location at Collins Quarters off of Bull is also um, amazing. What so, do you get there? I've gotten the avocado toast at both places and this they also have an amazingly stunning chia pudding that I always see people getting but Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten it yet I will also get the chia pudding at um, Fox and Fig sometimes okay and then the last time that I was at Collins Quarters at Forsyth I got my friend got the raspberry french toast and it was stunning it has edible flowers on it I mean come on we love that we've seen that a trend in (laughs) Savannah and I'm like yes everything they have is great yeah we drove by it yesterday and like what a prime spot for a restaurant and they're like the only one like on the park right yes yeah, so i think he was blessed that his other restaurants have done so well that he was able mm-hmm. to capitalize on that opportunity when that became available through the city of savannah because it was like kind of like a public cafe like they had some starbucks coffee in there but it was more of like a just little like you could grab a sandwich and it yeah. was very much like a owned by the city people went in there to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. little building mm-hmm. so when we found out that he was going to take it over everyone knew that it would be amazing yes. and that it was going to you know change the whole vibe over there and he we mean the uh, the australian man yes yes what's yeah. his name again Anthony? i don't know what his name is i've met him a couple of times cuz he was actually close friends with the family I nannied for. Oh, okay. And um, one time I walked in there with the kids and he was like, I know you guys. And I was like, oh. I was like, stranger danger. <laughs> Who are you? I was like, get away. But like, can you hook me up with some free food? Yeah. You so know? then then later I realized that's who it was. It was in the middle of their renovation. I was like, you know, given the accent, I think I can put it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, you must be that one guy that I don't know yet, actually, but you recognize these kids because you know them. Got it. We're yes. safe. But wow. Connections small town yeah just from driving past it and walking past um the what what is it called again Forsyth Collins oh Collins Quarter Collins Quarters at Forsyth yeah it kind of gives me like Tavern on the Green vibes a little bit yes it's got like a beautiful little outdoor area and you're overlooking the park they did they did a really good job with the outdoor seating over there and they had like that area always had like a just kind of a weird open space that was covered Mm -hmm. over there which it sometimes had tables but I think because the city was maintaining it there was like they were putting the tables up and stuff frequently or locking them down right. so it couldn't become like a homeless camp over mm-hmm. there. 
But he, yeah, he, they put umbrellas up and beautiful tables. So cute. Very and picturesque. each table has like a fan during the hot season. Amazing. When I walked by last time, each table had like a little clip fan. That is genius because I feel like in so many places I won't wait outside because it's too hot. Yeah. And it's the and little I think things. also yes. the flies, like it was to help like so oh. flies don't approach. I'm like, Wow. This is why I'm not in that industry, but yeah, you yeah, are, but and I'm like, so glad I can capitalize. Yes, yes. and so thank you for amazing. thinking that through. Wow, I love that. I know. So he really did good, and we're all really thankful. So that mm-hmm. would be like my morning, my Savannah morning. If you could do it on a Saturday, it would be like then to end up at Collins Quarters at Forsyth and just like eat and drink and then take your beverage your and roadie to go. walk oh, and so take cool. pics at the fountain or whatever. That. What a great Saturday or a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Any more spots to eat? The only other one that I would plug that I have not actually been to, because it's pretty hard to get in from what I understand, but Miss Wilkes Diner or Dining Room, I think is what it is. It's a very, it's family style. It's in a historic house slash inn, I think you could call it. And it's very much like, like the people who come to Savannah for like the traditional historic, like they're here for that very history vibe, like to eat there. And that's what I know about it really. Other than that, it's family style and it's very much like the fried chicken classic vibes. And it's on Jones Street, I think, which is like one of the most Mm -hmm. beautiful streets in all of Savannah. Yes, the picturesque street. Yeah. And people will like, they're lined up out there outside of Miss Wilkes. So that's all I know about it. I need to go. It's on my list for sure. It's probably going to be a, one of those weekday things, too, though, because us locals, you know, we, yeah. we'll go during the week so that we don't catch the weekend yeah, yeah. crowd. Yeah, for sure. Um, I haven't heard of that, so we'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'm I love a good family-style dinner, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. The more the merrier. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, with Savannah, like, you, it's, I mean, I'm sure everyone says it's so cliche that there's just, so, there's a lot of options. Like, there's great places to eat, lots of things to do. Yes, like, it's definitely a foodie city. Yeah, we have lots of cool stuff. It just depends, you know, what yeah. are you into? I guess foodie and drinky because you can drink on the road. Yeah, that's a, good segment. Good that's a good segue <laughs> into, our next, into our next segment. Where are your favorite bars? Where are we drinking? Before okay. dinner or post dinner, day drinking? Okay, so let me see here. Guys, I just, her notes are so organized. <laughs> Your handwriting is beautiful. Oh, no, it is so not beautiful. Very nice. Okay. This is also hard. Okay. Because the rooftop category is for sure gonna, you know, we're gonna have a com- combination situation here. <laughs> so just recently, and I don't know if Sarah talked about this, but we got this brand new gigantic complex called Plant Riverside, which we're all extremely all the locals we we're very excited about it even though it is for sure going to be something that even tourists come to experience Mm -hmm. but it is it was um kessler who also owns bohemian and mr kessler i should say that also owns a bohemian and um the mansion on forsyth Mm -hmm. spent years and a lot of money like 345 million dollars okay daddy warbucks yeah renovating the old like smokestack electric building that's Mm -hmm. definitely not the right name for it but i truly (laughs) can't remember exactly what it was it was like the plant of some sort Mm -hmm. it was a long journey i remember years ago when they were first talking about it in the news and we all were like oh whatever like you're talking about you know five years from now yeah i can't be that excited about it at this moment right and now it's here. So I would say, number one, 
they have so many bars in there and stuff and i just went last night to the brand new one that opened so that i can make sure i knew to talk about it or not but they have multiple bars in there and they're all awesome and the whole thing is just like an experience so by far you could go there to plant riverside and drink all around Mm -hmm. like you could make it a day there yeah i mean it's such a thing and they have like live music in multiple areas they all have a piano bar on the inside they have a really cool authentic african bar in there it's called the baobab bar is it in the marriott it's in yeah so the whole thing is like in connection with jw marriott so you can stay there and then it's also like just a whole complex yes we walked through it last night and it was so cool yeah like cool i that's not a good describing word but like it was just so cool like a gold um uh metal dinosaur and they had rocks yeah Yeah, like so many rocks yeah so he's really he's a big proponent for the arts so he is like really into like the live music he wanted to really make it feel more like a museum than a yes. did it, didn't you get the museum yeah yes. let's say it's like a hotel at first i thought we were walking to a museum and then we were like wait those are literally rooms yes like, that where people are staying right in. he's but then there's like so a random unique. bar like right there i actually got to meet him recently i Ooh. was like i'm gonna shoot my shot i know that that's him yeah and i was in there like two weekends ago at the electric moon bar and i was like I know that that's him. I'm going to go introduce myself because when else? You was know? he a fine Southern gent? Yeah, he's like such a nice guy. I just went up and I was like, hey, like, are you Mr. Kessler? And he was like, I think I am. And I was like, I just want to introduce myself and tell you how much I love and appreciate that you Aww. developed this. It's amazing. I was just talking to him about it. And I was talking to him about the African bar and like mm-hmm. all the art that's in there. And he said that he traveled to Africa and acquired almost all of what's in there. So I don't think that the animals are authentic, but I do think that a lot of what's in there is stuff that he brought back. That is And he really wanted to, like, pay a tribute to the culture. So you can Mm -hmm. tell when you go in there. I mean, it is... It's beautiful. Yeah, it's not corny. Mm -mm. It's legit. Like, you will... You feel like the African culture in that bar. Mm -hmm. Makes me want to go on safari. Yes, it's so cool in there. And they have a drink that, like, comes in a box and it's smoked. And, yeah, Ooh. it's really an experience it all just in the drink. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. also at Plant Riverside, there's Electric Moon, which is very much like a like a little bit of, like, a ravey vibe. Like, like the, it's a bit more, like, yeah, okay. like nightlife <laughs> vibe. Mm-hmm. But we like it because they have a slide. Yes. And we love a good bar slide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they have, like, it's a multi-tiered situation. There are stairs, of course. But you don't have to go down the slide. But why would you not? Yeah, right? <laughs> and they also do, like, yoga up there on the, like, second tier of the Electric Moon that's open to the public, I think, through a local yoga studio on Saturday mornings. I and mean, they're really... The city is really embracing them. Yeah. And they also have the double view, which I always appreciate, like the riverside view Mm. and the city side view, like not all rooftop bars, like you can go through them, you know? Yeah. So I always like when they, when you can get both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that. We went up there yesterday for a little bit and it was so cool. They had like beer pong tables and ping Mm -hmm. pong tables and everyone was just like having so much fun. Yeah. It's it's very much like a... Like a young type of situation. And then I got to go to Myrtle and Rose. They're what they call their new garden rooftop bar, which is just right around the corner from Electric Moon, Mm -hmm. all part of Plant Riverside. It just opened and it was stunning. It's so beautiful. They have like lemon trees growing up there. It's definitely more of like the mature situation. So if you want that little bit more like that nightlife vibe, I would say Electric Moon. And then otherwise... Everyone would love Myrtle and Rose, I think. And I got the ginger lily beverage, and it was 
so That's good and I'm kind of hard to please when it comes to alcohol I'm not that big of a drinker so I yeah. have to like really like it do you and have like I a drink of it. choice yeah so that ginger lily drink up there is by far something I would get frequently it was like rosé passion fruit and ginger ale or something and it was mm. beautiful again with the edible flowers mm-hmm Edible flowers yeah, on the what top. Is, yeah, that's Love like it. a thing. Yeah, and especially up there because they're calling it like a garden terrace. Mm-hmm. So they say that all the cocktails are botanical inspired. Oh, so they're all like that. stunning. So like, this is right up Katie's alley. They have Katie like lavender sprigs yeah. coming out. I mean, it's very, all the cocktails were stunning. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would normally go for like a vodka water, something really boring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can't like in my in my older age, of ripe age of twenty six, I uh, <laughs> can't do a lot of the sweet stuff anymore. I yes. feel like the, if it's too sweet, I'm like I just I just feel ill. Yeah, it's nice. too much sugar. Yes, yeah, I completely agree. Have you tried liquid IVs? No. Try them out. Okay. Um, look them up. They they really help a good hangover and they yeah. don't they taste hangover. they taste good too it's yeah, not yeah. like oh my god it tastes like the lemon lime flavor ch- tastes like um, gatorade chick-fil-a lemonade oh i love oh Chick-fil-A. yeah yeah we i wish yeah i should have learned about that last weekend because you know the worst thing ever is that when you go for mimosas early in the day mm-hmm. bottomless in particular you are hung over by 8 p.m <laughs> yeah. where did we get um bottomless mimosas we at? got those at where were we? We were at, you can get them at Ordinary Pub, Okay. which the only reason I didn't say them earlier is because the tourists, I don't know if they're all over Pinterest or what, but nowadays they always have a really long wait and it didn't used to be that way. I don't want to say not to go because their food's great and they have bottomless mimosas for like $12. So oh, go by all means. Go. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason lately, they've just been a little bit more crowded. So I don't know if like... It might be a tourist trap. Yeah, like it got okay. a little bit <laughs> taken off or got put mm-hmm. on some articles or something because yeah. people have discovered the mm-hmm. Ordinary Pub. We were at a not local place, B&D, I think, which they may be local. I don't know. They definitely have like a mini chain situation okay. going on because okay. there's a couple around here. But for watching a game, a football yeah. game or something, that was a good place. And... Yeah. So by 8 p.m. it was a, uh, it wasn't a good one. <laughs> it wasn't fun. No, you had the liquid IV. Like, Ugh. When you start drinking mimosas at like 10, yeah. it'll and then by five you're you done. Too. You are literally ill by eight. Mm-hmm. But then at least like you go to bed and then you wake up not awful. Yeah. You know? You're like hungover. Yeah. I was like 8 p.m. like yeah. taking ibuprofen, drinking electrolyte juice. Yeah. Like we were trying to recover by by Monday, which is the worst part mm-hmm. is the next day when you're drinking on a Sunday. Yeah. Well, very true. Very true. Where else do you have us drinking? Yes. Yeah, so what pre-Plant Riverside, I would I was diehard the Peregrine, which is oh. the rooftop mm-hmm. bar on the top of the Perry Lane Boutique Hotel, which I watched them build because Ooh. the house I needed for like literally looked directly at it. And so we watched from the beginning all the way to the end and mm-hmm. we're like just waiting the whole time. So excited. And it's super cool up there. They have... Apparently, this is becoming more of a thing because I've seen other cities picking it up, too, where they have, like, turf up there and they have ping pong and cornhole mm. and, like, really making rooftop bars more than just, like, a sitting experience, which I love because I'm I'm by far more into, like, a modern style bar like that than necessarily, like, a dive bar type of thing. Yeah. So they got, like, really cool, like, modern vibes up there. Great city views. It's farther out, so you're not going to get, like, river views, but it's stunning you get like the cathedral views instead and like to see the whole city mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's awesome up there and i get they have a drink on the menu there that's basically a margarita but it's not called that i can't think of what it's called 
but it you can tell by the ingredients that's what it is yeah. but i like my margaritas like more craft style mm-hmm. like not with a mix mm-hmm. more just like you know real lime and stuff yeah yeah and that's how that one is and i love oh, it okay so, we love it we love, love a that. good margarita sarah moment. did say the peregrine peregrine or yeah, peregrine the peregrine, peregrine. so p-e-r-e-g-r-i-n she peregrine. mentioned that one too yeah, yeah. we looked it up and i loved they had a lot it looks like they had a lot of plants up there they do they have plants up there in a real cool big giant mural made by or done by a local artist of like a parrot up there it's Ooh. really pretty mm-hmm. again like super photogenic spot awesome and then their restaurant on the bottom of the perry lane hotel is um called the emporium and it's also one that's like picking up a lot of traction lately it's a little bit more high scale i would say okay. we've gone there on a special occasion and it was delicious they have something on the menu like the salmon or something that comes like in this bag and you like <laughs> cut it open and it's oh. like all these i think like, vegetables and stuff it's been steamed together and stuff i guess mm-hmm. people talk about the bagged the bagged salmon, the bagged salmon. experience it yeah. so sophisticated yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know but it they have great food and they have a cute coffee shop and little ice cream okay. gelato in there too like you could not even be staying there and just like kind of stop in and either have lunch and then grab a coffee and then go up to the roof mm-hmm. super easy to get to the roof you can walk in like any door mm-hmm. and just you can kind of follow the trail to the elevators and just go to the top yeah We'll have to check it out. Maybe before we head out. Yeah. Stop by the Peregrine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think you guys would like it. Yeah. It's really, really pretty up there. And I always appreciate good seating. Mm -hmm. Like if, especially like in Savannah, we, you know, you guys have seen, we're not developing new buildings Mm -hmm. here. That's Mm -hmm. part of the deal. Like historic Savannah is really strict and the locals love that because what we love about Savannah is that it doesn't have that like concrete city vibe. Yeah. And so they're really strict about like the height and how much you can renovate and what you can change with the historic buildings and stuff. So we're, I guess they're not always working with a lot, like ample space when they're trying to develop Mm -hmm. bars or whatever. So when I stumble upon a rooftop bar that's like feels really open and has great seating and like lots of kind of options for, you know, you and your crew or your significant other or whatever to be up there. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I love, love, you know, I want to be able to, like, hang out, chat with my people or whatever. Yes, yeah, we love it. And you don't want, like, a speaker, like, blaring in your ear. And exactly. you're like, excuse me, I'm a little bit yeah. older. Can you <laughs> yeah. speak up? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> However, yeah. I would say, just in case, if the dive bar thing is your vibe, my okay. best friend Christy, I told her, I said I would <laughs> plug this for her. Hey, Christy. Yeah, right <laughs> below the Peregrine, so right across the street from the Perry Lane Hotel on Drayton, there is a like very much local dive bar vibe called McDonald's that has a breakfast shot that and also like karaoke. The floor smells like bar tar, like very much <laughs> yeah. dive bar yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's your thing. And it the breakfast shot, you take a shot of orange juice, a shot of some sort of mapley tasting liquor and then a piece of bacon. They oh. give you a piece of bacon, and then your mouth literally tastes like you just had a pancake breakfast. Yum. That's so cool. Wait, I love that. Can you can uh, you do it for breakfast? <laughs> probably. A McDon- yeah. I would guess a McDonald's is open, has wide hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I love that. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, so that we will sometimes seek out McDonald's just to go and take that shot. And I do think on some of the ghost tours, you know, in Savannah you can drink, so they will like stop and you can even grab a beverage and uh-huh. so they'll sometimes stop by a mcdonald's and 
So if you're looking for maybe both or your group is split, yes. I would say go up to the Peregrine and then when your other half or you guys are ready to go for that dive bar experience, you can walk 10 feet across the street and go to McDonald's and, and experience have that. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can touch each other and like be really close knit and then uh, experience that nice smell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, to get yourself a breakfast shot. Love that. Anywhere else to drink? Any of the rooftops here are really great. So yeah. I would say my next one, our next go-to is the Bohemian. And we love to be on the rooftop of the Bohemian. It has great river views, and it's usually not very crowded up there. And it's a stunning hotel in general. Again, mm-hmm. another Kessler yeah, creation. Yeah, I feel like you cannot so. beat, like, the rooftop views no. here with no. the river. It's really hard to do it wrong. Mm-hmm. People, a lot right. of people have done really well. Mm-hmm. I love a good rooftop bar, and I love a good speakeasy. Like, those are my two yes. go-tos. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, so when I mentioned flock to the walk earlier, you would probably like underneath flock to the walk is they have a bar that's like in connection with them. It's all a situation and you can go down there, especially if you have like a weight, mm-hmm. you can go down there and wait and it is like underground dark speaking yes. vibes, but very modern. Like it is okay. like fully up to date, not grungy, very stunning, but dark. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep thinking about like. You know, they have that super mood lighting and you're like, kind of like, can I see? Yes. I think so. What's it called again? Is like it the Peacock? Peacock? Yes, Peacock know. Lounge, I think. Yeah. So would you say that's more of a pre-dinner drink Yeah, so spot? I would say you could totally plan to like park, go there, put your name in at Flock to the Walk, and then go down and mm-hmm. wait. And I think they'll even like come down and call for you Ooh, if cool. it's your Yeah, we turn. Googled what it looked like. It's super vibey down there. Yes, it is. It's yeah. very cool down there. Maybe not that photogenic, though. I don't know how you get pictures in the dark. <laughs> but it's really pretty down there and has a good vibe. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we are drunk. And, um, and full. Yeah, yeah. And very full. What are we, we going to do around Savannah? What are your top recommendations? So many good ones. Again, I mean, I feel like I could continue to say that. Mm-hmm. But... Just walking Forsyth Park for me is my number one that I always recommend. Had it been more convenient, we would for sure be having our wedding ceremony there. Oh, <laughs> do they but do red- wedding ceremony? Yeah, you can get married right in front of the fountain. Oh, my god! But it's gosh. highly sought after. I, I bet. <laughs> like a year in advance, be at the permit office to duke it out mm-hmm. with the wedding local wedding planners type of situation. I'll throw some elbows for Yeah. You. So with New Year's Eve, I was like, I just, I feel like this, someone might already be trying to claim this, so it's mm-hmm. fine. And I'll you know get to look at it forever and take family photos there or whatever so I was fine with it but I would say for sure just literally plan to walk Forsyth Park and then walk all the way from there all the way down Bull and just go the whole lap where you go from Forsyth Park though is kind of important because if you walk all the way down Drayton that's not the most photogenic route I would say definitely walk down Bull if you're gonna come for from Forsyth Park going like perpendicular towards the river okay love the specific yes yes and i'm wondering if is it is it a walk that you can like dress up and like wear your slides or is it a walk where you're gonna put tennis shoes on and you're gonna sweat it could vary well (laughs) depends on the season i can always be sweating (laughs) here but you um no you could definitely be like in like casual cute attire and walk like you know slowly meandering 
lots of photo spots so i mean you'd mm-hmm. be stopping probably a lot yes. anyway it's not a far walk at all i mean i used to take the stroller and all three kids mm-hmm. walk from oglethorpe to the forsyth park mm-hmm. it's definitely walkable and yeah like i said i would just wander down bull street and you know you'll pass collins quarters and lots of things on the way mm-hmm. i'm so glad that you brought that up though because i want to make sure that we talk about the cobblestones Oh, my God. Did you guys almost die last night? Well, I'm always in sneakers, so, yeah. like, thank God. But, I like, you can't go out and wear heels. No. You so, can't. it is quite difficult. We have, um, we have, I wore wedges one time where we ended up <laughs> on uh, River Street where, and we're, you know, you can almost die and break your ankle from yes. walking. Was a fr- it's I- intense. I actually recently saw like the lady who's going to do my makeup for the wedding posted a picture of a girl who wiped out the day before her wedding, busted her entire face. Oh no! Which ended up looking beautiful. I mean, this girl is really talented who did yeah, the makeup. Yeah. But like, check out I'm envisioning yeah. that it had something to do with a similar situation. Oh attempted wedges or honestly not even you just have to be really careful yeah, anyway to, yes like super careful. even just in flats i was like and like i may stairs. fall oh down God, these stairs, stairs death. Yeah, that's so so stairs. <laughs> okay if i was ever drinking i think i would have to like go down on my butt like i couldn't scoot. oh we yeah like, we see intoxicated people like going near them all the time and we're like oh god no you can no die on those stairs so i know steep. we were trying we were like going down the the stairs and trying to have a conversation and i was like i can't yeah i can't focus talk right now i have to look <laughs> i have to hold on to the rail and i have to also look at yeah. the steps yeah yeah it's definitely dangerous they are um, and they're you know they're never going to go because this yeah. historic foundation yeah. will never touch the cobblestone or no you can't yeah, I mean, it's gorgeous. beautiful it is pack your it sneakers. is wild yeah people are like shook when they you know are trying to walk or even drive on river street it's you know a bumpy journey yeah, yeah. you were talking about strolling and i was like was it bumpy yeah so could you maybe take the stroller <laughs> could it nap while you were on the cobblestone <laughs> yeah right no we would like take the elevator down there's a public elevator it's right to the right of the Hyatt. So actually, plug, if you're handicapped and you're trying to get yeah, down to River I'm Street so area, you, you can um, take an public elevator off of Bay Street to the direct right of the Hyatt Regency Hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you can get down that way. And then after that, you know, there are sidewalks on either side of River Street in like the large area, bet- like between the water. So you don't have to be stuck on the cobblestones if you're thinking that you're going to like, you know, right. I don't know, wheelchair right. or ride yeah. or take a stroller <laughs> mm-hmm. down that area. Because we would definitely like we would just cross over and go all the way to the waterfront and then mm-hmm. like do laps that way. Yeah. It seems like the um, the side sidewalk that's closest to the water, it seems like it's like paved. Like there's not yeah. a lot of cobblestones. Is that right? Yeah. It's completely paved there. Like the sidewalk directly next to all the businesses it's on there as well as, um, yeah. And then... To the water, there's plenty of space and live music, and even like yeah. a local market that posts up oh, there on cute. Fridays in certain parts of the year. Okay, so huh. it's definitely a walkable area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, when we're not walking, hopefully not falling. What else are we doing? <laughs> so we're doing a ghost tour. Yes, for so sure. We really wanted to do one. I'm so yes. excited. I wish you guys did because during the fall, it's just yes, it's October. even more. Yeah, it's. We, I mean, we've lived here for like in the area for you know eight years. We've done like mm-hmm. fifty thousand ghost tours. We take uh, everyone who comes to visit. Should we but stay it's still night? just like a little bit. We consider it like our kind of fall activity, like the equivalent to like going to a haunted house or even like going to a pumpkin patch or something. For us, is like doing a ghost doing tour a ghost in tour. the hearse. Oh, yeah. So I was going to mention this. So there's lots of options, okay. and if you're into walking and you know the weather's going to be good, then by all means do one of the walking ones. Mm-hmm. 
However, we really love the one that's in the hearse. That's that an seems experience. so claustrophobic for me. It's outdoor though, like you're open air. Oh, so okay. it's just like a top that covers you okay. and then you're like kind of up on like above the hearse almost like sorry this is gross but like where the coffin was <laughs> it would be above that like you're sitting above it and they because they mentioned like at the beginning like if you hear the rollers or something that you know maybe there's someone down there oh, <laughs> whatever my gosh. So, I love that. but it's a great experience and like I would say you can just cover a little bit more and it's a little bit more leisurely to just ride the mm-hmm. tour than to like be walking yes can you have an alcoholic beverage in the car yeah, so oh, you can. I we always do. Oh, then why? I don't want to say that you can for sure because I don't know legally if you can, but they will stop and let you. Oh, get out I, and get a drink. I was gonna say the only reason why I would walk is because you can drink. Yeah. and do the tour. But shoot, if I can go on the hearse and have my, you can. I, know, I don't you could. know what the legal is really, but we have definitely, and that actually I definitely should have mentioned. A place that the ghost tour always stops is also one of my favorite bars, and it's definitely more of like a historic local vibe. It's called Sixpence. Oh, okay. And it is a British bar. Mm. They have the red telephone booth outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, cute. And it's Instagram super, moment. like, cute on the outside, and just, it's very historic and such an awesome okay. place. Like, and I think... Just because of the vibe they give off, that's where the ghost tours usually stop. Yeah. Most of them, we like I said, we go in the fall, so we'll walk in there and get like a hot toddy and then have that to ride. I love to that. Ride with. Wait, so not only is it a ghost tour, but like the hearse will stop at bars. Yeah, so I think usually love we've been on them where they've stopped like one or two times kind of like in a gap to go everyone to go to the bathroom or whatever mm-hmm. in between and then you can like grab a beverage yeah, and yeah. Right around. Have, oh you go ahead well how long are these tours because if we're stopping to go to the bathroom like it sounds like you are really getting a good you're getting yeah. your bang for your buck there i think i'm trying to remember exactly how long it is we almost always opt for the like 10 p.m one which is the last one that they do i think because we usually like it's a drinks and apps dinner and then tour mm-hmm. type of situation mm-hmm. usually I think it's at least an hour, an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah, that's pretty good. I remember ending, like, pretty late Mm -hmm. each time that we do that one. Of course, you can do them earlier. Yeah. If you're, like, a family. (laughs) Have you um, ever experienced any paranormal activity? Yes. Please say yes. (laughs) I have not. I mean, we, I've been, like, creeped out for sure. There's spots, too, where I'm, like, I've been on a ghost tour, and I know the, like, stories, and then people, like, buy the house and like start to develop it and renovate and I'm like oh shit don't like, do that <laughs> I'm like never three children died in that house yeah. and jumped out the window and is like that true is there that is one yes no yes there is that. one and it's being developed right now and they literally always on every ghost tour we've ever been on they have shown us this one house on this one square right by the cathedral of St. John the Baptist and they've always said that no one could renovate it because they it would get crazy and stuff would start happening and they would back out and it is it was vacant for a long time like as long as I was doing ghost tours it's been yeah. vacant who are these and owners and what are they thinking being renovated <laughs> and I'm just that. waiting I'm like is going to be renovated and then they're going to sell it and then it's going to be back on the market because mm-hmm. you know we won't know for sure but I'm like just waiting if I can infer what's happening yeah wait you'll have to keep us posted I'm so curious I know yeah. so that's a wild one I'm waiting to see you know and honestly they're making it beautiful so I'm like is it going to be a beautiful haunted house mm-hmm. it's going to be full of ghosts but also gorgeous but yeah who knows yeah, yeah, they're yeah. extending the porch and I mean it looks like it's gonna be great hey 
Oh my, maybe, I mean, there's people that like sought after these I know, like maybe haunted they just homes don't and care. And the people who are renovating are just like here for it. But yeah, I've seen movies like, where they're like, it's fine. It's an, it's a beautiful house. We'll be fine. And then they're out like the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, you but definitely a ghost tour. Okay. That classic, family friendly. They're really not like terrifying. Maybe I would say like take your six, seven year old up below that. Maybe would be a little too scary mm-hmm. for them. But they'll like cater to your group. So okay. Okay. It's more so you know, if someone's clearly terrified, they're not gonna like freak you out. They do like pull behind some alleys and stuff, and we'll like you know tell you that the building to the right the story behind it or whatever but that's mm-hmm. about as like intense as it gets other okay. than the fact that they'll like like yell into their mic or something which yeah, yeah, so yeah. that you like you know are Jerk frightened yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which will, is pretty much the extent of how like intense mm-hmm. it is but they'll tell you that they personally on tours and not have had lots of experiences yeah. okay and it sounds like it's definitely not like a tourist trap it's like definitely tourists will do this but locals will do this like year after year yes mm-hmm. and okay. like we like i said like every time we have people come into town from afar we always do it with them because it's very much like a savannah-esque mm-hmm. thing to do you know i mean part of it is savannah is a city built on a lot of dead bodies and stuff i mean it's very historic and we really embrace our cemeteries here and i mean we just yeah i love it you get the spooks but then you also like get the history and it's like very stunning yet spooky Mm -hmm. (laughs) i feel like it doesn't get old either like even if you like you bring your guests in i don't feel like it would ever get old to me because i just think that sort of thing is um, fascinating and not like a disrespectful way but like you know you want to hear the history and I don't think it would ever get old yeah, yeah. and there's I, so many stories that each ghost tour we go on is they're never the same mm-hmm. I mean we always are in especially if we tell them that like we've been before they'll you know take us some of the ones that they don't go all the time right. or whatever and yeah we've Ooh, always, that's a good tip yeah, yeah we've never tip. been like we don't feel like it overlaps I've never been on one where I was like I've heard these stories too many times or whatever like I've <laughs> we're always like you know mm-hmm. shook by the yeah. stories. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. And um, then Bonaventure. It's a good lead into going to Bonaventure if you're into the spooky vibes and go to Bonaventure. Is that, the, is that the one gar- from, yeah, Garden from the Garden of Good and Evil? What is that? Yes. The Garden of Good and Evil. Wait, what yeah. is that? It's a it, book and, and a movie. movie. Oh. And it was filmed here. And it was, a lot of it was filmed, I guess, in the cemetery at Bonaventure. Oh. But it is like the most stunningly eerie and super big waterfront cemetery wow. ever. Okay. I don't know how to describe it. Otherwise, you can just drive through. Or we usually drive through park and then walk. If you want like some cool pics, it's a great spot for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. it's all very respectfully stunning and then also intensely eerie yeah. and just like kind of a wild feeling. I mean, it's some of those have been in there for long time Mm -hmm. and you can really tell and then there's also like a huge area that's just like the jewish section and it's just the whole thing is just awesome and then like if you get all the way to the back it's literally like on the intercoastal so wow it's just such a so it's not a weird thing to go to a cemetery like it's like okay and that's also just so that's so savannah (laughs) yeah that's very savannah you have to walk the cemetery (laughs) and i used to say that like the little kids i nannied like we were constantly walking through cemeteries and i was like this is just being a child in savannah you're just like walking to the park but yeah. like through a cemetery like anywhere else like, like running never... around like we would play hide and seek around the gravestones oh my god i feel like that probably like this is maybe a little um 
weird to say but i feel like it kind of like helps kids with death because i used to have panic attacks when Mm -hmm. i was little about being buried alive we can cut this because that's a really (laughs) weird thing to say but i feel like it I feel like maybe it just like helps them understand like when their pet dies or their grandma dies. I don't know. Is that yeah, a weird I thing do to wish say? That I was like more comfortable, you know, with that as a child because I was like, you know, holding my breath, not wanting to go in a cemetery like ever. I yeah. know because my now aunt would I say see a lot of beauty in it. Yeah. My aunt would say, go past, you drive past a cemetery, hold your breath so the spirits don't get in. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> instilling fear yes. versus like here I'm like. Check out how beautiful this is. Want to play hide and seek? Yeah. yeah. Go play hide and seek. <laughs> Love we that. We just walked through. And so interesting about the cemeteries, another beautiful one is Colonial Park Cemetery, which is right in the historic district. And it's it's a smaller one, but it's still, you know, there's lots of little walking paths through mm-hmm. it. And a lot of the dates in that cemetery, like on the stones, you'll you'll see that the person died before they ever lived like the dates are weirdly like it'll say that they died in 1860 and they were born in 1830 wait why is that you're gonna so you'll have to maybe look it up to clarify i think it has something to do with them like when there was a plague or an outbreak of an illness and people were just getting like thrown in there and buried they were trying to like cover it up somehow or something and it things got messed up i don't know but lots of them in there say that the person died before they ever lived going back to that first cemetery what was the movie and book midnight of good garden garden of the midnight wait the garden you know midnight of the garden of good and evil i think okay well we'll put that in the show notes but maybe like a good idea would be before you come to savannah watch that and then midnight in the garden of good and evil yes i should be better you can also uh (laughs) watch the new lady in the tramp oh disney like their real life reenactment movie they just came out Mm -hmm. with um it was filmed here and it is for someone who lives in this area i the whole time i was just like oh my god oh my god oh my god you know i recognize that and that and that and that and i got to see them film part of it on bull street and it's just like it's it's another good one that like you will see the beauty of savannah and, and it takes place way back so they made the whole city like covered in snow and looks like it's oh, that's so you know, back in like the 20s or whenever that movie was mm-hmm. that's supposed so to take cool. place and they turn which it honestly probably wasn't that hard to make savannah look like the 20s because not, right. not much changed yeah. historically True. but it's awesome to watch that okay we'll have movie. to that's a good it's a good recommendation yeah Okay, what else are we doing? So I already mentioned Plant Riverside. Yes. Just do that. Do the whole thing. Spend some time. Either plan to like eat, drink, entertain there completely. Check their Instagram for like who's going to be playing live at mm-hmm. what time. Because they've got multiple. They'll have like multiple live music set up. Like one goes from 7 to 9 and then one piano inside starts 9 to 11 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I would just check their Instagram for their like updates and do that whole thing walk all of jones street like find a spot where you're gonna start and just walk the length of it it's so beautiful and just really you can basically walk in the road i mean you'll occasionally cars will be going by but it's very casual yeah definitely we did that yesterday and it's like and it's have a drink it's like a movie it's like a movie set it is and it's very it's one of the only i think roads that are left that are cobblestone like in the street Mm -hmm. and that i think Especially like the Instagrammy, like if you want to be able to stand in a road like the New Yorkers do and mm-hmm. like get a picture yeah. from the middle of the street, 
I see lots of families all the time doing yeah, their yeah, like yeah, family yeah. photos just standing in the dead middle of Jones. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think I like. I feel like Savannah is like such a big tourist destination, but it's not like overly crowded. Like, yeah. I, I like I like that a lot. There's only like one in, time of year. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. We can talk about that later. But yeah, yeah. Jones Street is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's super great photos. So the whole city's so photogenic, but specifically everyone says Jones Street's like the most beautiful street yeah, ever. It is. We can confirm. I could like put a tent out there and just yeah. look out my tent and just say, wow. Yeah. I like so every pretty. Day. You know, love it. So yeah. Okay. That's pretty much to do what I would recommend because I put some of the other ones like swerved them to a different area because yeah, yeah, Instagrammable yeah. and to do are yes. kind of yes. one and the same. Yeah. Savannah. Yes. Well, we'll talk about most Instagrammable place in our next segment, which is rapid fire round. So we have just some quick questions to go through and you, you don't have to elaborate. You can just literally answer the question and we'll move on to the next. Yes. So with that. So starting most Instagrammable place. Okay. Um, probably warm, slow. Which everyone, you've all seen it. Even if you don't think you've ever seen a picture of Savannah, it's where all the oak trees like meet on this one road and they're all like in a row. Also, if you saw the last song with Miles Cyrus, yes, you did. The last song. I never, I know, I always <laughs> wanted to see him. Never... Oh my no, God. Yes, you did. I'm shocked. I never saw it. Okay, okay, well, they drive down this long road in that movie and it's like a street, just oak trees or Spanish. What? Spanish, Spanish mosh. mosh. Spanish Mo- mosh. Spanish mosh or mosh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is those trees with all their Spanish Spanish moss hanging <laughs> for a very long time, like for a mile yes. length. Wow. And they all meet in the middle, and it's super beautiful. And in the movie, they, like, drive down that whole road, and then they end up at a mansion, and I'm like, that's not real. That's not real. <laughs> that's um, not real. How but far the rest is that of it, from downtown? Not very far. It's maybe, okay. like, 10, 10 oh. minutes out. It's worth and it. And it's definitely worth it. But I would say... Personally, the like going through, you can go all the way to the end and like walk around, which if you have kids, that might be a good option. But otherwise, it's mostly just a Photoshop spot, which is why I didn't put it in the to do category Mm because literally just like take like 30 minutes of your journey, drive there, take all the pics, and then you're good. Like you got the best of it by just seeing it. Yeah. Taking lots of pics. Love that. Yeah. Okay. uh, Best pizza spot. Easy, Vinny Van Gogh's, which is in City Market, which City Market itself is a little bit touristy vibe, but mm-hmm. I would say um, Vinny Van Gogh's is like local staple. Everyone loves it. Okay. The slices are like the two foot we love long that. type mm-hmm. of thing. Like you mm-hmm. could get like one slice, be good. Okay. And they're open late night, I think, until at least like 11-ish or so. Mm-hmm. And it's been said that you can spot celebrities there at times. Adam Sandler's been there. Oh, we love a good celebrity yeah. spot. Adam Sandler comes to Savannah a lot and likes oh. it. He, there's some other um, local places that he's been spotted in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Vinny Van Gogh's classic. Okay. Love. Love it. Great I one. love pizza so much. Um, okay, what's the best Savannah event? So, okay, so back to the touristy thing. So if you're doing the whole St. Patrick's Day thing... Of course it's touristy. We're the third largest St. Patrick's Day event in the nation. It's ridiculous. Only wow. behind like... Chicago. Chicago and Boston, the Celtics, or New York, yeah, one of those. Yeah. Like they have bigger ones. But Savannah is right there at the top. So it is huge. But it is fun, even mm-hmm. for locals. I mean, we really embrace it. And I just learned actually that the reason the reason that Savannah has such a large population and that it's become such a big thing for... Irish specific, specifically Irish Catholics is because we were like one of the first places where they could settle oh, I like Savannah that. was the first city in the south or something that 
Irish Catholics could settle. So it, we have a large population here. So that's how it became such a huge thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that is like an insane influx of people every year, and it is crazy, but it's it is fun, and we all embrace it and really love it. But if that's not what you're looking for and you don't want to like have to go to the bathroom in a porta potty, then don't come during that time <laughs> because it is wild mm-hmm. and it is touristy. But like I said, it's a good time. Yeah, we were talking. I, I kind of want to come next year. It's yeah. really, I mean, like we all, like I said, locals really do embrace it. Like we post up mm-hmm. with tents at squares and like have everyone's invited and you're like, tailgating people, yeah literally it's like a whole <laughs> weekend of tailgating oh except God, it starts that. about two weeks before <laughs> it doesn't end till like a week after uh-huh wow basically wow. the whole month of march shout out st patrick and if the weather is not like it's probably not like humid and no it's not nearly as hot and it's like you can like wear pants and mm-hmm. be thriving it's yes. a good time like yeah, that's a good time to visit Savannah, especially if you're down for that. If not, I would say, you know, come two weeks before or mm-hmm. slightly after. Mm-hmm. But also, what was the question? Oh, okay, events. Picnic in the Park is another really good one, and it's the Savannah Philharmonic plays at Forsyth Park okay. in, like, that giant amphitheater thing you guys might have saw that's right mm-hmm. behind Collins Quarter. Yeah. And then everyone, like, sits out, and you can just picnic in the park. When is that? It's supposed to be, like, right around this time, I think. Oh, okay. oh, or at no. least they're about okay. to do it around this time. I think a virtual version this year, unfortunately. Oh. But uh, that's always, like, a really big uh, event for around okay. here. Okay, and what was it called? Picnic in the Park. Picnic in the Park. Cool. Yeah. And do they have vendors there, or do you have to, like, bring your own picnic? They, I think most people, like, stop and grab food and, like, bring it and post Adorable. up on their blanket yeah. or whatever. But, you know, there's always, like, you know, stuff around. There's drinks to go yeah 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 especially with it'll be unique i'll see how like collins quarters at forsyth like participates with their being a restaurant now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah very cool those are two events that i would say okay big ones so october and march which is kind of like a good segue for the next question Mm -hmm. which is the best season what would you say yeah spring and fall so i would say right spot on with that i would say (laughs) come to savannah like october Mm -hmm. to march or april with the exception of if you're not down for the St. Patrick's Day vibe, people start coming down here and like it starts getting really crowded like at the beginning of March. Oh. I mean it people I don't know if people like come and stay, like they stay the whole Extended time. stay or Yeah, like a three week situation or if they're just like coming at the beginning because the weather's so nice. Mm-hmm. If you're coming for the spooky historic vibes, come October to January. And if you're coming for the azaleas and the beautiful lush vibes Come like February to April. Love that. And then do not come in the summer. Oh my god, <laughs> no, that's it's how I am. 110 just... degrees, and it's still lovely here. But even the locals, you know, we're really just surviving those really hot days. You walk outside, it takes your breath away, and your hair poops. Yeah. Out. If you're yeah. coming for the beach, by all means, come during the summer. But mm-hmm. otherwise, it's not the best time to be trying to like walk the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have super mild winter, so you know, come any time between what is. Don't come in September, though. That's still summer for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come in what is the true fall, so like October, you know, through January, okay. February-ish. Okay, sweet. Okay, favorite coffee shop? This is such a hard one. So <laughs> I would say Henny Penny is my favorite coffee shop ever. It's an art space for kids combination mm-hmm. coffee shop, and it's just so unique and awesome. It's in combination with Foxy Loxy, okay. Fox and Fig, okay. and the Coffee Fox. Um, Henny Penny <laughs> is right over here, actually, closer to the Starlin District, mm-hmm. right on the other side of Forsyth Park. And 
it's an awesome like modern they have lots of like gluten-free options mm-hmm. and they carry matcha like very much like an up-to-date yes but it's adorable in there and the whole right side was in combination with scribble art studio for kids so you can like pick a project and let's say you pick like the seven dollar embroidery project or something you mm-hmm. can like sit in there and do it with your kid oh that's awesome so yeah and then they, like the projects vary there's lots of things like it could be just like painting or play-doh or like yeah, whatever i love that concept yeah, and so it when I had the kids and I was nannying, I was like sitting here drinking coffee, eating, you know, a pastry yeah. while I could also be hanging out and playing with them or whatever was like the best thing ever. And I still like tell everyone, like, it's such a great idea. Yeah. I mean, I've what never mom heard doesn't want to sit yeah, exactly. drink coffee while their kid gets to do something artsy and, you know, mm-hmm. engaging. Mm-hmm. It's Love a great it. great thing to do if you're traveling and you have a small children. Yes. And you're like for sure. Do I want to bring them? There there are activities for them mm-hmm. where you can have your peace and quiet and then also your kids can get some energy out. Yes, mm-hmm. and you could cool. like to go back to my um best Saturday morning in Savannah, you mm-hmm. could like park near Henny Penny in that area go there do some art or whatever or just grab a coffee and check it out mm-hmm. and then it's really close to Forsyth Park but it's on the other side so you could literally like go from there walk walk through the whole farmer's market end up at Collins Quarter and then continue past the fountain take pics and then all yeah. the way down bowl guys there's your itinerary all in a row like, there's it your would work local perfectly approved itinerary yes. and then just keep walking all the way down and then like uber back to your car when mm-hmm. the end of the day comes yeah yeah love that so beautiful beautiful afternoon love Penny um, Penny okay favorite wine and cheese spot the Grove so mm-hmm. I thought about this one because I like charcuterie all the way die hard charcuterie mm-hmm. yeah give it to me and we were able to you could like book a table for 4th of July mm-hmm. two years ago I think at like different rooftops were doing it so that you could see sit on the rooftop and eat and drink and watch the fireworks in Savannah. Oh, that's adorable. So we booked a table. It was like 100 bucks. Like you had to spend up to 100 on your stuff. Didn't cost to book the table. You just had to commit between four people. Mm-hmm. That's Which is easy. Yeah. Really easy. <laughs> Drinks and food. So we got to do that and we had an amazing view of the fireworks and we like drank and had charcuterie and they had an amazing charcuterie board at the Grove right in City Market and it was an awesome experience. And okay. I would say... It was definitely worth it in general if you happen to be here for the holidays or something to check out the rooftops and see like if they're doing a situation like that mm-hmm. and you can like book your spot mm-hmm. and yeah do that by far though love the, the groves cheese bar okay disappointed we did not do that i love a good charity okay favorite rooftop bar I think I already pretty much mentioned them. Um, If I had to commit to one, I would say I'm still like the Peregrine Love and then now Myrtleen Rose, which is at Plant Riverside. Yes. Love. Sweet. Favorite local business? There's so many good ones. Savannah Bee, Mm -hmm. classic. It's on Broughton and it's a whole experience. You can do a mead tasting. You can try all the honeys and they have all kinds of like testers out there. We like the whole city loves Savannah Bee. We really like rally around that business, yeah. and they're super well known in all the like, you know, all the little shops carry Savannah Bee. You can mm-hmm. get it at the airport. Like it's Do you far have, and like, wide. A favorite honey flavor? They have different flavors, right? Yeah, it's yeah. all like they and they kind of say what they're for. So there's yeah. one that's specifically for cheese. I love a good blue cheese and honey. Yeah, so I, I usually grab that one because it's something I would put mm-hmm. on like charcuterie. Otherwise, yeah. I like to get the honeycomb like block because mm-hmm. that's also like you know. Take a chunk out the block yeah. and put it on some <laughs> yeah. cheese, oh and that yeah. just looks great and tastes great. So, mm-hmm. 
Love Savannah Bee. Love eShavers Bookstore, which is a cute, adorable. Like, they also have a kid's little nook area. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, very much a little, like, quaint, off of a square bookstore. Okay. That's a great one. It's E period Shavers. Okay. Okay. So great. Satchel is a great local, like, boutique. And then also Mammy Ruth's is another one that's really, like, Savannah's. It's a boutique. It's also, like, a Savannah staple boutique that lots of people know. Um, I would also say... The SCAD Museum is not really like a business, I guess, but <laughs> a great like just stop in. They have a little coffee shop and then also like, you know, wander around the museum, see what exhibitions are up right then or whatever and yeah. check it out. Yeah. Also, before I forget back to the coffee shop, go to the Paris market. I got engaged yes. in Paris. So I'm like, particularly. <gasps> Wait, love that. Yeah, it was actually the whole trip was a surprise. He told me two days That's before. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, my clothes, like, what am I wearing? That was me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my God, Oh my gosh, Stephanie's tearing up. Beautiful moment. That was not even the craziest part. We, wait, tell me. He proposed, like, obviously, go to yeah, Paris. Yeah, like, yeah. I had he an idea. We've been together for five and a half years at that mm-hmm. point. But when he proposed and I turned around, my best friend and my brother were in Paris and they date. So my best friend ever, second grade bestie, dates my brother and they were in Paris. I just got the chills. That is, And I literally so- turned around because someone was like, can I take your picture? And it was like my actual best friend ever. And I was like shook, immediately sobbing. Yeah, I would've, I would've it was a whole moment. Whole and then my brother, and, just, and then we had the best like four days in Paris of my life. It was the best trip ever. I mean, okay, can your wedding top that? I, I mean, like, I that sounds pretty spectacular. People always are like, oh my God, that's so, like, who can ever top that? I'm like, I'm really not, like, we're not that type of person, but we mm. love travel, oh. and we had been to Paris, and I, like, loved it before, but we didn't have enough time, so mm. he kind of played it as if, like, it's a surprise Valentine's trip, like, well, I've been wanting to go, the tickets were on sale. Like, okay, you're proposing. <laughs> yeah, air quotes, the tickets were on sale, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then... Yeah, but the I never expected that, you know, anyone else would fly mm-hmm. out there, even if I expected that's maybe that that would happen. Amazing. Never that movie ads. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. So the Paris, Paris market, market on Broughton is an amazingly adorable, like, Paris cafe, and they have, like, lots of artisanal kind of, like, shopping goodies in there, mm-hmm. and it's so cute. You need to go. It's on Broughton. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it looks That's all very I can say. Cute. The pictures are adorable. It. It's so just everything's stunning okay. in there. Incredible. Sorry, I had Noted. to go back to the coffee no, shop. Yes. No, that's important. Yeah, we've heard good things about it too. Yeah, yeah. it's so sweet in there and just beautiful. And mm-hmm. also, though, biased. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> Paris. Yeah, sounds like we need you. You need to be on our Paris episode. When yeah, we, when yeah. we go when we go international. globally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said global yesterday, and I was like, what a minute. Should I have said that? global international anyways we just have a few more minutes before we have to actually officially check out of our airbnb but what is the number one place to stay clear from like what's the the biggest tourist trap this is easy locals do not go onto river street okay that's what sarah said yeah so there with the exception of a couple things like i mentioned like the rooftops like the bohemian the cotton sale and even plant riverside are on river street Plant Riverside, I would say, is like its own category now because the traditional River Street really like kind of stops and then Plant Riverside starts and it is riverfront, but it's still mm-hmm. not it's really. It's only like a little neighborhood. Yeah, it's its own little complex over there. So the other half of River Street, though, locals, we don't do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like we walk down there sometimes. Candy. Yeah, that is where the souvenir shops are. Yeah. <laughs> Savannah Candy Kitchen is a local staple and it's over there. So if you're going to go over there like... 
go in there, grab a praline, and mm-hmm. then like you're you're <laughs> then, Gucci. Like, head out. Yeah, you can bounce after that pretty much. I mean, I don't want to like diss all the businesses over there, but that is there are literal souvenir shops. Like all the Savannah, Georgia stuff is over there. Mm-hmm. Locals really, we do not go down there. People are usually yeah. really surprised when I say that. They're like, "Oh my god, River Street!" And I'm like, "That is, we are not going down there." Yeah, like no, there are no. plenty Stay of other there. places to yeah. get a and beautiful like, view. Locals aren't really venturing down there that often. All right. All right, this has been so much fun, and I wish that we could keep talking. Yeah. Um, tell us your number one travel tip, and then where we can find you on social media. Okay. Also, Paula Deans. As another tourist trap, I have to mention it because locals really don't eat there. Nothing against her, but that is like tourist central. If you're looking for not, like if you're looking for authentic, Mm -hmm. maybe that's not the answer. It's like a buffet too, right? Yeah, it's just not. There's a lot of good like locally owned, truly local vibe Savannah places that are not that. Okay. We love Paula Deen, but we we don't want to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So... My number one tip. So, mm-hmm. as I said, I got to travel a lot when I was a nanny. Like, Switzerland, Italy, Liechtenstein. No way. So, you got, like, Zurich. I'll move to Greenville. Scotland. Do they need another nanny for the right people? Yeah, all over. <laughs> they really love travel, like I said. And so, I ended up going a lot of places that I had never even... I mean, I thought that the dream for me was to go to Italy. Like, I just was mm-hmm. like, Rome is going to be it. Like, that's all I really care about. <laughs> I went there. We did all of it. I've been, I've been a, over a lot of Europe. Mm-hmm. And I would say my number one tip is to be open-minded. And okay. I know that's kind of cliche. Like, you know, try the culture and stuff. But truly, like, even just where you're willing to travel, like, mm-hmm. be open-minded. Because Liechtenstein, which is the tiny country the size of, like, Rhode Island, mm-hmm. in between Italy and Switzerland, we drove through it. And it was stunning, like so beautiful, but like I'd never even heard of it. Yeah, I wouldn't have never <laughs> been. Yeah, like, Let me so go I would just say be okay. really open-minded about your travel. Like don't be scared. Don't listen to the rumors. Had I listened to the rumors, people for 20 years had told me never to go to Paris. Mm-hmm. Everyone always was like, you're going to hate it. It's just expensive shopping. Like what? you won't like it. There's not that much to do. Best trip of my life. Already been back twice. Like oh my God, got yeah. engaged there. Mm-hmm. We'll go there for years. Like love it. So I just, you know. Do your own research, be open-minded, go everywhere, eat the food, drink their stuff, don't be ignorant, like respect their culture and really just venture out. I love that. I love that piece of advice. Yeah. All right. Well, where can our listeners find you on social media? So you can find me at Simply Nikki B blog on Instagram Mm -hmm. and it's Nikki N-I-K-I, which I feel Mm -hmm. like I have to specify because it's Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also simply Nikki B blog.com is my blog and Pinterest pretty much all over the board. What about your TikTok? Oh yeah. TikTok TikTok. is the same thing. I think it's simply Nikki B. And I mostly share them on my Instagram, so you can find them there, too. Yes, cool. guys, check her out. But I will give you, like, a little warning. Her Amazon roundups, oh, they're dangerous. Yes. <laughs> so um, dangerous. So crazy, because they don't, like, coming from a social media background, they don't get any traction. Like, the really? insights I, show that they're the worst posts. Oh, but people so constantly are like, oh, my God, I love that you do those, because in reality, I only shop on Amazon. Most yeah. true. Yeah. And Very dangerous. So I'll keep doing them. Yes, keep doing them, Whatever. please. <laughs> 
All right. And that's a wrap. Thank you everyone for listening in once again. Like we said in the beginning, we can't wait to go back to Savannah and try out all of Nikki's recommendations because wow, we're drooling. This week, we're we're releasing a second episode on Thursday where we're going to get the local lowdown in Nashville with Sarah Hammer. So thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you on Thursday.